Soul to Soul with Christina and Grace. How did you sleep last night? Um, not well. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do not like to hear. No, how did you sleep last night? Actually, not that well either. Usually I sleep amazing, but last night was just a no-go. Oh, man. Hmm. How do you normally sleep? I usually fall asleep in two seconds. How about you? Well, as you know, <laughs> you your head hits the pillow and you're out. But I take about between one and two hours before I fall asleep after I've gotten into bed. That's really sad. (laughs) I honestly, I think it's hilarious that I absolutely suck at sleeping, but it's a normal human thing to do. So many people like Nathan and Jason, both, and my dad, are both very bad sleepers. My mum's the only other person that I know that can fall asleep as quick as me. Yeah, it's, yeah, oh, just not the best because I sometimes, some nights if I'm super, super tired, I can fall asleep in like an hour and that's pretty good for me. Um, but if I'm not, my brain just won't switch off at all and I can be rolling around thinking for like three or four hours. That's a very long time. I've never had to like, have a bedtime routine but now that I live with someone else in my bed I like I get disturbed sometimes so I lie on my shakti mat and I put sounds in my ear and put on like an eye mask except it's heated and I lie there for like 10 minutes and then sometimes I fall asleep and I wake up and I, and I have to take the airpods out and remove the mat if you roll on the mat it's the sorest thing ever but it's so annoying it's like I'm so ready for sleep now I just want to go to sleep but I have to like remove the mat take the eye thing off take the airpods out oh my gosh I love your little night routine it's tricking my brain into like okay now you sleep because I also turn like dim the lights about an hour before I go to bed and turn music down and then Nathan gets home quite late sometimes so if he comes in like he turns the lights on and I'm like no 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 I've just gone through this little routine to try and go to sleep or he'll talk to me whereas I haven't heard like loud sounds for an hour so I'm like trying to tell him to be quiet. (laughs) That's actually a good thing to do I've just started getting in the routine of that just turning my lights completely off and putting my salt lamps on so you've still got a tiny bit of light but it's super dim yeah yeah it seems to work a lot better than if you just have bright lights on right up until you hop in bed Mm -hmm. for sure I think it's about tricking your brain (laughs) um I use binaural beats and my brother introduced them to me you can use them for like relaxation for focus to reduce stress to concentrate you just put them you have to listen to them through headphones and it kind of takes you on this little experience I'll play some right now
Okay, that was them. It's just a little <laughs> tester. Cool. I've but, never heard of them before. Yeah, you'll have to check them out. They're, they're really cool. It's kind of like a little meditation, but more noises and, like, it appeals to your senses, apparently. Mm. Yeah, they're good. What is your um, normal bedtime and wake-up time? Oh, no. I don't <laughs> want to tell you. <laughs> My bedtime is 9 p.m. It used to be 8 and it's extended to 9 and I'm proud of that. Wow. <laughs> and my wake up is 5.55 a.m. So that I'm still getting up while it's 5, but as late as possible in that hour. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> One, what's that? That's 8 hours and 55 minutes if I sleep the whole time. Oh, yeah. What about you? <laughs> oh, no. Um. Well, it's currently quarter to ten at night here while we're oh. recording. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but my normal bedtime is anywhere between 11.30 and 2. <laughs> wow, that is so late. Yep, and I'm lucky if I get, because I get up at quarter to seven for work. I could sleep in, but I like having, I need to like wake up in the morning because I'm not a morning person. So I need at least an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, But I'm lucky if I get six hours. Wow. But I, yeah, I know a lot of people, they get five, say that five's the prime time. And I just can't even imagine that. Like I'm <laughs> so grumpy if I haven't slept. Yeah. I mean, it's good when you're like going out and stuff because you don't get tired quickly, but it's it's pretty exhausting. Yeah. I went out on Friday and most people left by 10, so I was actually asleep by 11 after going out. Wow, that's good. Yeah. How I bad? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I went out on Saturday and we got home at quarter to two, I think. Wow, I couldn't. And then I got up at eight the next morning, six hours. Felt great. Yeah. <laughs> How bad is a sleep after alcohol? That's the worst. Oh, it's horrible. It's not real sleep. I normally wake up every hour if I'm drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I find I have to have a comfy bed. Mm. Like, I cannot sleep in an uncomfortable bed. Like, I would pay extra just to make sure that the bed's comfy. And the sheets. Right oh, now, yeah. We have cheap sheets, and I just really need to upgrade them because they just feel horrible. Like, you get in and you're like, ooh. It's funny how three count matters, eh? <laughs> yeah. Old people things. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the heat here, the heat's horrible to sleep in. But then you put the air con on and it gets too cold and it's just like I just can't find the perfect temperature. Oh, I can't sleep in heat either. I even struggle just being in Auckland with the humidity because I didn't grow up in it. We grew up in a, like, it gets it's hot in the day and then it's cold at night kind of thing. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I Not love nice. the cold at night. The cold at night is good because you can just snuggle up. Yeah. The hot water bottle. <laughs> so there's like, I think there's five stages to sleep. And the first one is like when your muscles relax and you get the like the twitches. Do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> do you get the, oh my gosh, do you get the one where... You feel like you're about to fall and then it kind of oh. like wakes you up again. Yeah, yeah. I've had that many times. <laughs> um, and then your eye movements stop in the second. And then the third one is like deep sleep. And that's when your heartbeat and your breathing slows right down. And then is the REM, which is like, I think it's usually two hours after you start sleeping. And that's when you dream and your eyes move rapidly from side to side and your heart rate increases and you breathe faster. Mm. I'm just reading my book in front of me about dreams and it talks Mm -hmm. about REM sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And it calls the whole sleep process REM and says that there's about um, seven or eight um, bouts of it throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people don't know what REM stands for, it's rapid eye movement. Um, and yeah, kind of like what you said, you go through the first couple of stages and then you get into the REM sleep, which is where you dream. So is it true that you cannot make someone up in your dream? Have you heard that? No, I haven't. That's freaky to me. Apparently, like everyone that you see in your dream isn't a stranger I don't know how true that is but if that is true that is really freaky (laughs) that is freaky so often I see people like randoms yeah I mean do do you like make up their personalities or just them in general I don't really get into personalities in my dream it's more (laughs) just the face how they look wow do you have realistic vivid dreams or are they kind of a bit weird so I've been keeping a dream journal ever since 2012. Wow. I have crazy dreams. They're all so unique, so different. And like talking to you right now, I couldn't remember any without looking at the book and reading <laughs> them. And then mm-hmm. they all come back as soon as I read them. It's so weird. That's a great idea, keeping a um a dream diary dream journal I really wanted to like understand apparently you can understand yourself deeper on a deeper level if you read your dreams and like analyze them pretty much because they're like the bridge that allows movement back and forth between what we know and what we don't really know because it's our um subconscious mind isn't it Mm. um in my book (laughs) I'm looking at the page that says keeping a dream diary so I'll just read out a little bit of what it says in here um do 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 (laughs) give me a minute so okay so it just talks about what how you can keep a dream diary I guess um but it gives a few tips on how to do it. So it says to keep a lamp, a 
diary and a pen by your bed. And as you go to bed, write the date on a fresh page and it'll let you, because that kind of sets the, um, sets the day, I guess, for when you wake up. And then when you go to sleep, remind yourself how much you're looking forward to experiencing the dreams. Um, if you wake up mid thinking, oh, I should write that down in the morning, put the light on and right away. Mm-hmm. Um, be precise, comprehensive, record as much information as possible, include everything you saw, names of people, places, um, write in the present tense and describe your emotions as well. Yeah. Interesting. That's kind of like setting yourself up for a lucid dream, it sounds. Mm. So Jason, my brother, he had like lucid dream pills that we all took in Monaco. <laughs> and so every day he's like, um, what is that? He's held out his hand in front of him and he's like, I'm not dreaming. I'm not dreaming and then apparently when you go into a dream you can like you do that but then you realize you are dreaming I don't know it's actually quite scary have you ever lucid dreamed before dreamt I've had one close encounter how about you I have I did it without realizing it was and it was (laughs) terrifying because I'm so bad at sleeping so I was lying on my bed um and I we had just been taught body scans so that's where you lie completely still on your back and you tense your muscles at starting at your feet going all the way up you tense them and then loosen them um and relax them kind of thing and if you do that to your whole body it's meant to really help with your sleep um but I did that (laughs) and I was like oh I'm really sleepy I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep and then I couldn't move at all and I just started like having these weird thoughts like things that you'd have in dreams just crazy things that wouldn't happen and I I couldn't control it and I couldn't move and it was actually terrifying and then I pulled myself out I can't remember how but it probably lasted for a decent 20 minutes maybe oh wow that's freaky okay I don't think I had one then (laughs) like I had a dream inside a dream let's call it that because I I thought that I was okay so first dream kind of like inception I thought I was awake and I lied down on my friend Emily's lap and I and we were in Monica and we're like okay let's take these lucid dream pills so we took them and then we fell asleep and that's when I started like doing taking control of my dream in that dream but it but I wasn't actually lying on Emily's lap because that was not the dream, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, wow. So no, that, that sounds like it is because it's basically just where you're conscious that you're dreaming. Right, okay. Okay, so I went two levels into my lucid dream, let's say, call it that. Wow. <laughs> it was very fun. Mm. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not on Emily's lap. What? Yeah. Wow. That's very cool. Um, what, do you have an example of, like, dreams that you've had? Or maybe you could read us a couple from your dream diary. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And we can analyse them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so I moved 
to Australia with my boyfriend and my dream, this is just before we moved, every time I tried to get on the plane, like we, I'm just handing the tickets to the lady, I look over my shoulder and it's not Nathan, it's someone else. <laughs> and so I'd pause the dream and I'd like go run through my dream and find him and then I'd be like, come on, we're going to Oz. Yeah, but okay, and I'd hand the tickets and I look back and it's not him again. And so this is just reoccurring. And I think, like, after I'd woken up, I was like, oh, wow, I just really want to make sure that he wants to make this move too. Because it was mm. almost like I was forcing him to get on that plane in my dream. Wow. Um, so I think, like, I think you can read as many books and stuff and, like, online articles about this means this and this means this which is fun like you dream about a cat and you feel this but I think it's it can only be really understood in the larger context of like what's happening in your life like you're the expert of your dreams and what you know yeah um what's another one? Oh, I have so many about Tash Sultana <laughs> So this one was that I just had a call with her and she was really interested in my whole life. Wow. But there's, yeah, so many. Because I went through a stage where I just listened to her and was in love with her. <laughs> um, let's find a more recent one. It's so funny. Some of them are it's like, what? what? Why did my brain think that? Oh. Ellie Keys kept calling me to see if I wanted to get picked up from Wally and dropped off oh. the next day, like just go stay with her for one night. And my phone just would not stop ringing. And I was like, oh, Ellie just won't stop calling me. And I woke <laughs> up and I was like, weird. Not sure why that one happened. Um. Oh, my goodness. I have one in, about you in here. Oh, Grace was the intercity bus driver. For those who don't know, Intercity is like the bus in New Zealand that takes you from all around the country, really. She wouldn't wait for me to pee in Taupo. I was the only girl, so I sat at the front so the boys could have the back. (laughs) What the heck? That is so weird. Grace, the bus driver. (laughs) (laughs) That's super weird. I also have one that just... A lot of them start with a sentence and then they've got nothing to do with it. So this one is Jackson, Grace's brother's birthday. So it just says that it's his birthday and then it says just com- nothing to do with him after that. So <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Like we just Shout have out to, to Jackson. Yeah, we just have to mention it's his birthday and now we can dream. Oh, this is a funny one. My cat, you know how you do the airplane with a human? How like someone kind of goes on your feet and you're lying down Mm -hmm. so my old cat was doing that with another cat (laughs) what in the world and I've got a little drawing like why did I draw it oh my gosh that's so funny so weird um okay last one so this one is quite special um I had a dream that someone's nana was dying and I was next to the bed, but I couldn't figure out who it actually was. And then I was in Auckland Airport, I believe. And Gracie called me, and this was the next day, and to tell me that your nan had passed away. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's 
so like that's special it's like I was there in the dream with mm. I yeah I still can't believe that that happened that's crazy very crazy speaking of crazy I have a cool dream mm-hmm. <laughs> um I have a couple actually one of them's not very cool but one of them is cool <laughs> um a few years ago I haven't had it in a while but I had a reoccurring dream that I had sort of every few months and my dreams are always very realistic um but this was one that stood out because it wasn't realistic so I'll set the scene (laughs) (laughs) I was in a supermarket and you know how supermarkets are quite bright and light and it, it just looked really white um and then right in front of me was the freezer aisle you know how they have like the low freezers that have come up to your hip along the ground yeah so there was a row of them and then on I was on one side and on the other side of that freezer in front of me there were all the aisles of the supermarket and in all those aisles were all these people walking around, talking to each other, buying things, pushing trolleys. And it was like everyone I loved, like my family, you. There were heaps of people in there. Um, and I was walking towards them, but I wasn't moving. So <laughs> in my dream, I was walking, but I couldn't move any closer. And so I started panicking and I just try to yell and be like, hey, I'm over here. Hello. And I couldn't yell and so I'd try scream and I couldn't scream and it was the most frustrating thing ever because I couldn't move, couldn't make a sound and everyone else that I loved was right there and couldn't see me and I'd just wake up and be like very frustrated that I couldn't do it. So I don't know what that meant but I had it quite a few times and it was the same dream every single time. Wow, that you've painted that picture very well. That's crazy. I guess, like, not being heard by your loved ones. Yeah, I guess, or just, yeah, not being able to reach people or, yeah. Mm-hmm. So was that it, was... Mm. Was it during COVID? No, it was before mm. that. Okay. When I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah. I often have the one... Like, so often I'm in different scenarios, but I just try and run and I can't. Oh, it's so frustrating, right? It is so frustrating. So I looked it up and it says that you feel powerless in a situation, like in real life, or you might lack self-esteem or you reflect your, oh, it's like actually reflects your actual state. Of REM paralysis, what's that word? Well, <laughs> paralysis. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> While in dream state. So you're actually like your limbs are a little bit paralyzed in REM because you're like so deeply sleeping and dreaming. Hmm, that's interesting. So, yeah, I don't know if it's psychological or actually physical. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, that was an interesting dream. I have another one because, yeah, my dreams are always pretty realistic to the point where I've had a dream 
and then I've gone and spoken to someone about what happened in that dream and they're like what are you talking about because I thought it happened in real life and I (laughs) genuinely thought that it had happened because it's so realistic that's happened to me so many times my brain can't quite draw the distinction between the dream and reality I've had that as well Mm. I Um, get overwhelmed with those actually yeah it's well it's a little bit freaky because you end up questioning yourself on things mm-hmm. anyway the other dream that I had um that I can very clearly remember um this just gives like a little insight as to how connected Christina and I are as friends um so in the dream it was like this big trip that me and Christina did this international trip we went to all kinds of places we went to Europe and um, America and we went to Hawaii which I really want to go there (laughs) Uh, and oh we started it in Oz obviously but yeah we just went to all these different places and it took place over a few months and I saw little snippets of what we did in my dream and then the next day I was on the phone to Christina and she just randomly said, oh, by the way, I've told Nathan about our big trip that we're going to do and it's just going to be me and you and it's going to take us a few months to get around all the places that we're going to go, but we're going to do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I wait, what are you talking about? And I freaked out because I realized that we hadn't actually spoken about this like obviously we've we talked about traveling and stuff before but not about a trip like this and I had seen it in my dream the night before and it just it blew my mind I was like what are you talking about and yeah (laughs) so crazy what I thought that was just so crazy maybe I was in the dream with you yeah I honestly I can't think of any other way because we hadn't talked about traveling recently either. It was just super random. Mm-hmm. And it just what? happened that that was the day you chose to talk about it. <laughs> it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we still have to go on that trip. <laughs> I know. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sooner with everything opening. That would be cool. We could do travel podcasts. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> sure. It makes me very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I was in my past relationship, I would get so many warning signs in my dream that something just wasn't quite right, and that's when I like wrote in my journal the most when I was so overwhelmed and so stressed. Wow! Like now, my dreams come like once a month, and I honestly think. I get them when I'm really stressed or something's off in my life. And they try to tell you something. Yeah, like everything. If I read it now, it's like, wow. So many of them was like, come on, like something's wrong here, you know. But when, mm. like I must have just been in such an oblivious state that I didn't want to read it and listen to it. Yeah. But now I just, now they're just wacky and they don't leave me like stressing out. I used to get so, like, I yeah, I dream something. I'd be like, did that happen? Does this person feel negative towards me? You know, 
Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I feel like that too. Apparently we dream every night, but I only remember them every month or so. Mm-hmm. I, I go through phases. I have like a week of really vivid dreams and then I have none. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a, many. Um, In the book that I have, it has a whole lot of different it, – this is just like a fun thing because – you know, you've got to take these kinds of things with a grain of salt. But um, it has a whole lot of different categories of things that you can use to interpret dreams. So shall we pick, like, a category and see what it says? Yeah, pick them out, please. <laughs> okay, I'll turn to a random page. Okay, we have colours. So what happens when you see a certain colour in your dream? Pick a colour, Christina. We have black, red, green, yellow, orange, blue, white, brown, or purple. I'm going to have to go with blue. Blue. Okay. So to meet someone wearing blue in your dream indicates that you are moving toward a victory in some sense. Blue usually indicates happiness, but in the context of mood, it could mean depression or the blues. It represents self-expression and wisdom and is the primary healing colour. Oh, nice. Good choice. (laughs) Um, I don't know about you, but in my dreams, I would never take notice of an outfit or colours. Like, mine's Mm. very much the people and the location, but not really. Like, it's all black and white, kind of. Yeah, I think mine... Mine has, like, hues to it, but then uh, most of the time they're pinky kind of colours. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Should we do – let's do landscape. So mm-hmm. pick a landscape. Trees, deserts, forests, valleys, cliffs, bridges, or crossroads. Oh, there's too many good ones. I'm going to go with desert. Okay. <laughs> A desert is a barren landscape, a place of abandonment and desolation. (laughs) And although one old dream dictionary indicates that this could mean loss of life, it is more likely these days that it can be interpreted as either loneliness or a stagnation and hint that you have to get back to the real world quickly. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's, I think... It's interesting because when I think of deserts, I think of quiet and peace and sunsets, Um, probably because I read the book The Alchemist, and a lot of that book is set in deserts or describes deserts quite in depth, and I always think of it as like a place of contemplation. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I see it as peace. I see it as... Dubai, <laughs> camel, <laughs> camel riding and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Or um, uh, Morocco. I really want to go to Morocco. Oh, Morocco looks beautiful. All the colours and different things. And yeah. Yeah. I guess I think the architecture over there just looks stunning. Yeah, it does. And I guess that's kind of like our last podcast with like how you feel in loneliness because it would be a very lonely place for some people, but we'd probably oh. be. Making sand angels. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. 
rolling around. Okay, let's do one more category. So there's a traveling one. Mm-hmm. And I think it's quite funny that one of the options is bus. <laughs> <laughs> so let's read the bus one. It says, to dream of being on a bus suggests that you need to learn how to conduct yourself as part of a group while retaining your individuality. I like that. That's cool. I think that's funny too, that in your dream, you separated yourself from everyone else too. Yeah. I. It's so funny on a bus. I don't think I've ever been on a bus in my... Oh, no, I went on the bus. <laughs> I was about to say, excuse me. You were the bus driver. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I just, I flipped to a random place on, in my journal. Mm-hmm. And there's three Grace stories. Oh, go on. One was that we went to Ramatonga. Mm-hmm. One was... We were trying to help a guy, but he passed out and so many people were looking, so we kept going. Oh, my God. And one was we were at, like, Hawia, and out of nowhere the, the weather changed and there was a guy drowning, but we couldn't get to him. Oh, my goodness. Very dark. I promised yeah. we would try and help people in real life. <laughs> Weird. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, we went to Rarotonga at least. <laughs> yeah, that that's the nice one. I there's what do you think death symbolizes? Because a lot of mine are people dying or me dying. You know, me too. I have a lot of death dreams, and I wake up crying from them <laughs> because they're so vivid that I think it's happened. Yeah, I was convinced that our childhood friend passed away really I won't say his name but oh my goodness I thought I was gonna message him like oh my god he was okay so scary yeah I I often have dreams about the people close to me dying and those mm-hmm. ones are really really sad yeah is it our fear of death or is it our fear of like the unknown I feel like that's a whole nother podcast we can get into because I have a lot to say about that. Okay. <laughs> um, but in terms of dreams, you know, whenever I see something that has been said to symbolize death, um, I try not to think about it straight as like, oh, yeah, someone's going to die kind of thing and extend it to being, oh, maybe some part of my life is going to end like in terms of a, a season that I'm in or something um, or just new beginnings or some part of my life needs to end for me to grow or things like that. That's a, Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Something needs to die off so that you can regrow something, mm. not a person, but something in your <laughs> life like your job or your where you live. or Yeah, like something's holding you back from something bigger. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's look at it like that. Hmm. Maybe our time we was coming to an end. Oh. I mean, not that a person had to drown for it in my dream, but <laughs> you could foresee it that we wouldn't be there for a while together. Yeah, maybe. 
I don't. Mm. I should date the dreams. I don't really date them. I really want to start doing it. I'm intrigued now, but I feel like when I get up in the morning, or when I have a dream, I don't think about it. I like enough to write it down. It's kind of there and it goes. If it's there a tiny bit, start writing because that's what I found. If I went to the bathroom and came back to write, it's gone. <laughs> I have to write it as soon as I wake up. I also have like kind of dream things um, before I fall asleep. So something I do, which I don't know if it actually helps my sleep or makes it worse, but I make up scenarios in my head <laughs> about oh, random things. I always do that. Yeah, and I don't know, like, does that, I don't think it counts as a dream, but then it's not really me thinking either because I'm just starting to fall asleep. I think you can just put yourself, like, in a situation and be like, right, I'm going to dream about this, and it might take some of that into it. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> Probably not because you go through so many stages before you start dreaming again. So yeah. But I find it helps my mind just to wander and then I'm asleep in no time. Yeah, yeah. I Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I need to be like count down from 100 and then fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, count sheep. Yep. I think that people should take from this to if you have a reoccurring dream, write it down, don't ignore it and just try and see what aspect of your life you could apply it to. Yeah, and don't just believe things that you read in books or what you see online because they don't apply to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, apply it to your situation. Just look at your – you know yourself the best out of everyone, so you know what your dreams might be trying to tell you. Like, it's literally your subconscious mind making it all up. And if it's true that you can't make up too much stuff in your dream, then why not follow it? (laughs) yeah I need to find out that fact if it's real yeah because it's scary yeah um I think no I don't know what I was gonna say now (laughs) (laughs) I think it's sleep time I know it's too late my brain switched off yeah (laughs) well everyone I hope you have a good sleep yes and tell us about your dreams we'll put like a little question box on our instagram a few days after this comes out so watch out for that and you can tell us about some crazy dreams that you've had or just reoccurring ones yeah we want to hear it maybe we can so intrigued yeah help you decipher it and if you have any sleeping tips feel free to send them through because people like grace need them a hundred percent yeah we can fight this together If I could give out any tips, it would be to set the set the mood of going to sleep before you go to sleep. Dim the mm-hmm. lights, put on some like make a playlist. I have a playlist called Wind Down and it just has like really chill songs that I still like listening to, not just super random ones, but I still like listening to them. They're just really relaxing. They don't have upbeat or like a build up or anything like that. And then do something you like, read a book, do some coloring, um, watch Netflix, try and maybe try to limit the blue light um, screen time. But if that relaxes you, then go for it. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a big thing I do 
put my phone away before. Um, but if it does make you sleepy, go for it. Oh, you know, this time zone really works in our favor. Does it? If it was the other way around. Oh, yeah. I was going to sleep, like, there'd be no way we'd ever be able to communicate. Very true. Actually, it does, because you get up early enough that it's kind of like my morning morning tea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then... Yeah, and then I go to sleep so late that you can record it this time. Because what time is it there? 7.23. Nice. Yep, so like coming up to my bedtime, getting a little bit sleepy. (laughs) But not too bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And what is it for you? 10.20. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, actually soon, some point we'll go back to two hours, which will be good. That will be good. <laughs> Make it easier. Three hours just pushes it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit too far. Mm. Uh, like for my mum, like my mum's asleep right now. So I have to message her when I finish work if I want to get her. Yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, good night. Good night, sleep well. <laughs> sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> <laughs> All right.